If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our tubes to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. Take a mental health day with Winnipeg rap veterans Gruff and Yai. Their album release show takes place December 29th at The Handsome Daughter. Doors at 8, show at 9, and including support from artists like Kits Willman, Bazooka Joe, and Epic from Saskatoon. That's Gruff and Yai's mental health day release, December 29th at The Handsome Daughter. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which Police Radio. Um, one of the things that, that happens a lot on this show is that, you know, I, obviously I like to talk to different artists and then get introduced to new music and then talk to new people who haven't been on the show before. But I also like kind of catching up with past guests. And that often means that, you know, since I've been doing this as long as I have been, a lot of times people will come on again and again and again. And it's always kind of interesting to sort of track the progress from maybe the first appearance of someone like that to, to now. And, and the guest on this episode is someone who has been on, I think this is the fourth appearance, maybe fifth dating back to like 2017 or so, uh, I think. And so, I mean, things have obviously come a long way <laughs> since then. Um, I don't really think I need you to introduce yourself, but I'm going to make you do it anyway, because uh, that's sort of the format of the show. So if you want to introduce yourself and give a bit of background about what it is you do in the local music scene, that would be awesome. For sure. Uh, I'm Ed DeRoche. I'm the guitarist and uh, band leader of 10-piece uh, psychedelic jazz funk band Apollo Sons. Uh, we've been around uh, since 2016 okay. and have uh, been touring heavily uh, since 2017. Although that was disrupted, as everyone's lives were disrupted by the <laughs> pandemic. And I think the last time I had you on the show, that was kind of a big topic of discussion about how you had all these plans that just mm -hmm. sort of fell through completely. And just from watching your um, social media, it seems like you're now kind of back on the horse, like just getting things going in a major way, right? Yeah, yeah. We... um. I mean, we started planning for 2021 um, in about June with our American teams, a couple agents and our manager. Uh, yes, we're just picking it up and uh, uh, yeah, and uh, recording in January for a full length album cool. that will be released probably later that year or even 2023. Uh, but it's it's like a bigger project and it's our first like big full length uh, with like our label that we just signed with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, we're really looking forward to it. Um, and I mean, just yeah, just everything um, and kind of reaping uh, the lemonade that was made during this horrible <laughs> situation. But yeah. it did allow for some really good things to happen, at least like for those who uh, took advantage um, in yeah. different ways. 
Yeah. Do you feel like yeah. there's a bit of an element of, of kind of making up for lost time now? Just to trying to get as much done as you can because that whole period was, it, it wasn't lost. I mean, I know you had some, some live stream type things and obviously you were still, you know, mm-hmm. hustling to, to make the band exist and be a thing and be, be, uh, recognized yeah. by the, by your listeners and stuff as a still an ongoing project, but it's essentially like a year and a half at least that kind of plans have been shot. Right. So is it, is this kind of like, are you squirrely now? Like, are you ready to kind of get out and do as much as you can? Uh, you know, Glenn and I, our drummer, yeah. Glenn Radley, yeah. walk home from rehearsal every night, and half the time it's just us screaming about how we want to get back out on the road. Yeah, like yelling at the Osborne Bridge, <laughs> you know, be like, oh, I just want to be on the road. Um, yeah, so yeah, we're getting pretty um, squirrely is a good word for it. Uh, yeah, definitely antsy, but like, um. Yeah, when we started after this last lockdown um, in over the winter, yeah, we kind of just told ourselves like, let's just get back to it. Uh, we've been rehearsing three days a week, which is like, That's a yeah, lot, yeah, we've just been, yeah, we've just been, and like one of those rehearsals is like a sectional where it's just like the rhythm section or the horn section, okay, and okay. we're running metronome, we're dialing in stuff, we're we're like fine, you know, and just doing all these things because we were like we we just lost a year and a half. <laughs> Not lost, but it was a. Uh, I I have such a love hate relationship with what just happened, but. Um, <laughs> but you were you were you were going like you guys you guys had good momentum and then this sort of suddenly just kind oh, of yeah. crapped all over there, right? Oh yeah, it was it was really hard uh, for a while, and um, yeah, and I mean now that we're coming back out of it, um, I I I just think the like that cliche of like you don't want to waste any time. You don't want to waste a single second. And yeah. sometimes I, I lay it lay in bed awake at night having existential fucking thoughts of yeah. like, my God, like I've just lost, lost quote unquote, because there were a lot of great things from the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've, I've never been home with my son for this long and my family. And that was really lovely. But um, yeah, you know, like um, it's just about, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just about trying to, to get back on the horse. And I mean, we've been really, it's been really hard. Uh, and it was super depressing at times sure. and it was super lovely at times. But uh, we just kind of like talked as a band when we started getting going. It's like, let's let's do this, you know, like let's take it uber seriously. Let's make it a world-class band and let's rehearse. Let's yeah. get way more serious and people thought that we were driven or that i'm driven or insane before <laughs> we're like i'm we're not even joking anymore yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know like yeah. like yeah like yeah we just want to come out swinging and, and smash every stage and um and sell out every uh every, every show and hustle That's so cool. yeah yeah what is the story behind the label because that happened during the pandemic right yeah, actually, yeah. So, so kind of, so I think this is like November of 2020. We started taking our online presence a lot more seriously and like doing a lot of ad campaigns, yeah. but not in like the sleazy, like Ooh, buy my <laughs> stuff without warming up the audience. Not we the used car like, salesman way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more of like we were kind of doing like artist discovery warm up campaigns where we were just throwing out this video that we liked and we're like, here's Apollo Suns. If you like. XYZ bands, yeah. you'll you might like us. So we started seeing a lot of engagement, especially in the US. And then uh what's great is that we could then start a communication with all those 
people and I, I got super because I wasn't doing anything else. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I would message every new follower and I still do uh, like a 30 second, like, thank you for following oh, yeah. this that, and like, and then collecting email addresses. And then people just were psyched, you know, like, you know, if, if, if a band that I really enjoyed sent me a message, I'd be like, yeah, I'll buy a shirt. Like, yeah, damn, yeah. like, like, like sign me up. Like you like, took the time. I so. bought one. And you didn't even message me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I, I like that though. That personal touch is good because you know, everyone seems so yeah. connected now because of Instagram and all this shit, but people really aren't like, there's still that, that wall between <laughs> artist and band in a lot of cases. It seems like they're yeah. being more sharing, but that's like the next step, which I think is probably, um, obviously worked out for you. Yeah. And I mean, we've seen huge, like, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's odd because, well, it's not odd. I always wanted to, um, so I should finish up my point first. Sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we started doing this very aggressive, like, uh, marketing and fan outreach and one-on-one yeah. -on -one. and, uh, and then we, we, we just, um, we were in touch. Like I've been following this band called the Polyrhythmics out of Seattle and they're on this label called, uh, color red. Okay. And it's, uh, and, um, I, I started following Color Red and commenting on all their stuff and they started following us and all of the all of their bands. We were all just kind of like chatting, you know, like sending yeah. each other messages or sharing each other's content. And then uh and then one day, I guess their marketing, Leah, the their their marketing manager at the label was like, Hey, you should send some songs in to to to, to the label and uh you know like you guys are dope so uh yeah we're uh we're, we're always looking to work with uh oh, good cool. people and all this so i i sent them some music uh some demos and um and we just started a conversation and conversation was about 10 months long and uh in a process but yeah. um yeah it's it's been great we've we've been working on with them on the last couple singles and they're going to be releasing the new ep and moving forward and uh they've got a great um a great network globally like they have Sweet. Uh, uh they have a france division and a japan division so um and they're doing a lot of great things uh uh, the the label who started the president who started the label is Eddie Roberts and he was in the new master sounds and they're like a I don't I don't want to throw out the word legendary like UK soul okay. like funk band but they're like you know, they're really good and, and then they're playing you know like it's it's just it's it's crazy like members of like they're releasing albums with members of like Grammy award winning and and even this year they have six albums up for consideration of oh, the wow. Grammys. Yeah. So it's just kind of like wow, like we're in that company. That's that's really cool. That's really like something um to, what? to be in like in, in the same at, at, at the table yeah. with those people, you know. And I guess it helps too with your your you obviously want to make a push into the US, right? So having that kind of oh, yeah. uh, that kind of situation is going to for sure help you. It can't hurt obviously, right? No, it's been it's been really nice, and I mean, uh, it's already affording us some like really nice like potential opportunities to play some like really mind blowing. You know, like you, you know when you're a kid and and you start a band yep. and you have all these daydreams, and even now I have daydreams course, about yeah. stuff that you know, like all these things, and and then those things start happening slowly, and it's like, oh wow, like that's that's actually happening. Yeah, that's weird.
because you guys have put in the work, right? You, you've put, Apollo Suns has put in the time and the effort and the touring and all this, this hustle. So it's kind of nice to see that, that being rewarded finally. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you know, like, yeah, we, we do good in Canada, but we still have a lot, a, a lot, a long way to go. Like people, you know, like there are some people that have called the band successful mm-hmm. and to me it's reached a certain amount of success, but it's not like it. It's like whenever we reach a new point or a new ladder, like uh, up the ladder, yeah, um, rung. you know, yeah. Pe- pe- people are, you know, s- certain like friends and family, like, Oh, you must be really happy with this. And like, you know, and reflect, I'm like, oh, I'm already over it. Like, <laughs> I just want to like, get one. to, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, 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 how do we get up? You know, we, we've done this. Now, how do we get to a support slot here, or this festival stage, or this, or that, or this country? Yeah, um, yeah. And I mean, always making plans, but um, yeah. Well, yeah, I- it's it's been really good. I'm, I'm very thankful. That's very awesome. fortunate. That's good. I'm glad you're coming out of this this shitty period too. Like with, with all these uh, <laughs> touring ideas, and you got a label and everything. It's, it's like a very positive way to to emerge from this. But I, I mean, I know you've obviously, as as you've just mentioned, and just as I've sort of seen over the years, you hustle hard for this. You you're extremely dedicated to this project. Uh, how mm-hmm. do you get ten people? to have the same or comparable level of dedication, especially after what everyone has just gone through, where the idea of being a musician as a career to a lot of people probably seems like, Oh, this is so fragile. This is something that can just, you know, be taken away in a second. Like it happened like for the past two years. (laughs) Yeah. I I think, well, we, we had some lineup changes because some people went their separate ways. Uh, Others moved to go to school and, um, so, you know, um, which is good. Like I, I support that, but also like for us in the band, it's like, we, you're, you're, you're either on the bus or you're off the bus, so to speak. And, and, you know, like the train is leaving there, especially with going into the U S and, uh, any, we, we got a couple new members and I had like long phone calls with them of like, this is what it is this is how much money you're going to make. Um, That's the bad news, uh, right? (laughs) Well, you know, you say, you know, yeah, but also like, but the potential is there. Yeah. Like we are doing the math and I'm like, Oh man, like the, the, the average cost of like rent or mortgage. It's like with how much work that Apollo Suns is doing next year. I like, we're almost paying people's rent. That's cool. Um, Yeah. Which is great. Which is, um, I mean, it's still super risky for me being the band leader as I fund most things and all of the debt is in my name, but um, you know, all of that kind of fades away when you really believe and you have a really good band who who is supportive, and all the members like like the core of us, yeah, um, are kind of like bought in. They're doing the work, um, and like you know, um, and and the new members, I just you know, you're kind of selling them on the dream. Like, you know, you, you went to school to be paid musician and I'm offering you a paid position, you yeah. know, and like, and you're going to travel the world. Um, you're going to get fed and, and we're going to play some really beautiful places. You're going to see some beautiful places. And like, what is, you know, um, you know, it's not a forever thing. It, if you want it to be, it can be yeah. like, I'm, I'm going to be doing this for a long time. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's easy to convince people to be in, in, in the band because of the proven track record sure. and, and how, I don't know, and how desperately 
obsessed I am with seeing the band do well and make it. Well, yeah. it's interesting what you said a minute ago too. I just just the idea of people who are going to school with the goal of becoming professional musicians, because I think that a band like yours obviously is not just going to pick up some musician off the street. For the most part, you have people who are very committed to the technical aspects of it and mm-hmm. having that kind of training and education anyway, right? So there's there's kind of that that you already have a leg up in the sense that the people who yeah. probably want to be in your band are the same people who have put in the work and the time and kind of realize what the, what the situation is as a performing musician and what they're getting into. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, you gotta, our stuff isn't insanely technical, but it is compared to a punk band or something. It's very technical. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, there's tons of minute details, even in the form, like, Oh God, with the new songs. (laughs) Oh my God. And like we internalizing them was, I, I I got my ass kicked. I got my ass kicked by a couple of the songs and and now it's finally like it's confident but it was like oh my god oh my god (laughs) yeah i have to play this while jumping around on stage right okay i I can do this i can do this it's gonna be okay (laughs) how much does the lineup changes how how much do those affect um kind of the way that the songs go because i know you like you said you have a core core group of members who are kind of like you know they're 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 diehards with this but you have had Mm -hmm. changes you know throughout the history of the band um how much does that affect the actual songs themselves do you sort of tailor um compositions to the strengths of some of these new members like existing ones or are they sort of set in stone once they've already been written and recorded it it kind of depends it especially depends on 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 the touring lineup sure and now luckily um we've kind of locked in this nine piece eight piece touring band for next year uh where it'll be like four horns at least three horns and uh and then you know we just have rehearsals before the tour um i mean we rehearse all the time but like just to figure out the configuration and, and the voicings in the horn or yeah. if uh if at a certain point i need to play the high part in a melody instead of just like a rhythm part i'll just do that um it's been really good uh and 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 it's like well and it's like you said like everyone is um educated yeah who plays in the band so um we're able to do that and like and and rehearse um and like improvise more um but i don't really write to people's strengths or weaknesses i write songs or things that i think i'll like right. and i think <laughs> other people will like um and it used to bother me when um like when a certain player who's a great soloist would leave the band or something like that. Yeah. And I'd be like, Oh no, you know, this person, but like pe- people, most people aren't coming for like a, a certain soloist, you know, like it's not like this group of people or this audience isn't coming for like the solo on such and such song. They want the you know, whole, that the is a thing. part of what we do. Yeah. Like this band is not about free, like solos. It's about a lot of different things. And, uh, and and each player kind of brings their own little flavor and taste and tone, especially in horns. Like yeah. every horn player ha- has the, uh, own their own character, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's going to come yeah. through, I guess, regardless of who's playing, right? I mean, you, you, even if the yeah. band members switch, you still have that kind of individuality in inside the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally.
is it i mean obviously i know when you're touring you have this this set group of people but how how what's the word i'm thinking of how, how mutable is the band like could you if someone was sick suddenly can you kind of do you have a way to make up for that because i mean it's such a large band that it seems like it might be more likely that you can whether it's filling a spot with someone a fill-in or or like you said you playing mm-hmm. a different part on the guitar to sort of take over that area do you have sort of a backup plan i guess in case anyone is not able to make it or if someone can't tour or things like that the restructuring of the songs um, yeah like generally we've been really good uh <laughs> I mean, we we've definitely gotten bad luck in that sense. Yeah, like, uh, I think our, everyone our would. Bass that many player, people. yeah, yeah. Like our bass player, uh, who was with us for a very short time, who just did some tours with us. Yeah, uh, Luna um, had to go home because they're uh, like the first day of a tour out out east had to fly home because their sibling uh, was having some health issues. Oh, that sucks. So we, so Freddie, our bass player or who our trumpet player also plays bass. We taught him, he learned and we jammed in a sound check before the second show at the venue. And we rehearsed for like four hours kind of so. So there are ways. Yeah, there are yeah. ways to. Um... Well, and these are all professionals, right? These are all musicians who who have the the, the ability to probably, uh, yeah. deal with things on the fly. Yeah, and, and and I was very proud of the band for dealing with that and being professional about it, and not like, oh god, everything sucks, <laughs> and you know, yeah. it, it's very easy. The tour's ruined. We're going wrong. home. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, like we were like, no, we'll make this work, and um, I I think that night. We played Fredericton, New Brunswick, and I got like super wasted the night and I crashed on a friend's couch downtown. And then in the morning I went to the guitar shop Yeah. or, or I went to, I went to Humpty's, which is like, or some sort of really, no, it was a Cora's. Okay. It was so gross. Um, (laughs) But I got like their $6 breakfast and like sobered up and I'm like, okay, I need to figure something out. I, so I went to the guitar shop and bought like this bass boost pedal for my guitar okay, rig. Okay. And I'm like, okay, maybe. And then I practiced all of our songs with this pedal in this uh, guitar shop in Fredericton at like nine in the morning. And they were so nice about it. I told them the story and they're like, yeah, if you want to work anything out here, just feel free That's cool. and try any pedal you want. So I bought these a couple pedals uh just to like be like if i have to like beef up my my like bass tone a little bit on my guitar yeah then we'll do that you know it's it's just about adapting and that's where really like the growth comes from you know like in these in those situations you know so, uh, sonically how's it grown though i mean you know, now that you have this uh you've we're past the stupid uh, annoying no one can see each other in person thing you've been able to rehearse three times a week like you're saying uh and mm-hmm. you have you have new material obviously that you're you're working on and, and looking to get out there soon how has that sound changed i guess from the last ep to now because it's a few years in between there yeah well this ep that we're dropping in um in november at the park theater uh that that stuff's been recorded for a couple of years okay. we were supposed okay. to release it about a year ago a year and a half ago but you know yeah some something happened something on yeah who knows what happened but yeah it was something yeah yeah the thing that shall not be named right, right. <laughs> happened and we just 
we didn't want to release it to, to like dead air. I mean, you can push it online, but now we have a couple tour dates in Saskatoon, Edmonton and Golden, just a nice weekend to get our feet wet again and play some shows and go out on the road. So we just were like, okay, like let's release it. But the stuff we've been working on now that we're going to be recording in January with, uh, with Ben Kaplan, who's a Juno award winning producer. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, Yeah. Super great at no fun with this great team. And now um, I feel like not to sound like a ding dong, but I feel like, you know, when a band stops sounding like other bands as much, like you always hear that you always hear their influences. You but kind I of feel like it, we've, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I feel like we've now more so like defined what Apollo Suns kind of sounds like after recording three EPs yeah. and all so, the stuff we've done that what we've is refined that, it more. What does that sound to you then? I mean, what does Apollo Sun <laughs> sound like? I know what I think you sound like based on hearing your stuff, but I mean, as okay, the, well, what do you think we sound like? I think you sound like cosmic psychedelic instrumental, uh, mm. like fusion with uh, other stuff. <laughs> it's like, the, that's the, like too many words. Yeah, it's too many words. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And any industry person, oh God, I, and space like, music. we've had this. Your space music. There you yeah. Go. Yeah. We, um, we we've had this talk so many times as a band it's like what are we yeah and and after a point i was like man you know what we're, we're we're just apollo sons and, and and i know that's like a cop-out but you know like that's it's 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 so many different things and um and, and i used to get hung up on like when we would write a song i'd be like is does this sound like apollo sons right and aaron especially and and, I get, and anatole we're like, it sounds like Apollo Suns if if we do it. And right, like, let's right. not get hung up on like, oh, if it's too much of this. Because some of the new stuff is like super funky. Some of it is very like uh, like Southern jazz based, like NOLA. Some okay. of it is like like proggy. Like we're, we're going back to a little bit of the first DP with like the progginess a little bit. Some of it is is like has some poppiness to it. Some has like electronic, like we're experimenting with more electronic stuff cool. uh, with horns. Some of it is like really beautiful, lush, like orchestral. Like we have strings on one of the new songs. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and I've been getting way more into like guitar tones, not just like the fat, dirty, like Zappa tone. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I mean, that'll still be on there. Yeah. I'll still be on there. That'll never go away. But, um, but just like really um, sculpting more like um, a, a, um, more of a concept, but not like a heavy handed, but more like continuity. Yeah. So, so to me, I, you know, like whenever I think about it, um, I always just want it to sound like, like it's it's just like a day in the life, and like and like so, throughout that day, you could have many different feelings and emotions, and thoughts and experiences, and some of them are happier and silly or sad yeah. or existential or big or heavy or whatever. Or and I feel like um, that's how I kind of feel about a lot of the new songs. It's like it's just like it's just um, taking all of our experiences as human beings and trying, Oh God, it sounds so pretentious, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, but that's, you know, like in no, and we, you know, we're, we're like trying to express through music um, and with, with no vocals, like these are the feelings. Like I want to hit people on that fundamental core level. And like, you know, because sometimes when I'm listening to a song and walking down the street down, like in Wolseley and it's beautiful out, I, I feel so in touch with who I am as a human sure. being with without any bullshit. 
um, and and that song will just come on and that ray of light will hit me and, and I'll and I'll hear the whatever song and I'll see just and and and, and I'll feel so good and so like okay with everything yeah um and that's what i that's what i shoot for and and that we shoot for like you know some songs are just groovy fun things that are just meant to make you dance and other ones are like oh this is really pretty you know like i yeah um so I don't know if that answers your question as to what we are, but I think <laughs> I mean it, it, it but, does. But I, I like I like the uh, the clever way of sidestepping the genre issue because I know that's always been an issue for you guys too, right? Is trying to figure out what it is because oh, there yeah. there is funk, there is psychedelia, there is uh, jazz, there's fusion, there's prog. All of those things are bits and pieces mm-hmm. in what you're doing, and especially like you know the more experimenting you do, the 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 more that kind of just mushes into a big thing that is, I guess, yeah. the Polar Suns, yeah. Yeah, and like, I I guess we could. I always like the idea of like, and I always I, I guess it goes into like why I love science fiction and fantasy, and progressive music and fusion music and prog rock and all those concepts. Yeah, be, because it, it's so expansive, and the world and those albums and those genres and those books and films and whatever and those video games just go through so many different like tones and situations and experiences like if if our music could sound like final fantasy 7 made me feel as a 12 year old right and and how that game touched me and how dune the book and yes. the series yeah made me feel then then i would like that's what i'm going for cool you know or like denny Villeneuve's arrival movie right and how it's like oh my god it's so good you know like um yeah
the good thing, okay. the good thing about this being a podcast, someone could hear it, you know, the week it comes out or they could hear it a year from now. And hopefully by then you got new music out, you got more touring happening. Mm-hmm. So what's the best way to sort of follow you guys online and, and, and keep in touch with what's going on? Uh, the best way is you can follow us on all the social medias, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, we're most commonly found on Instagram. Okay. Um, we got YouTube, Spotify, Apple music. If you want to financially, uh, support us, you can go to our website and buy a shirt or a CD. Uh, we're launching a Patreon soon, cool. um, which will have exclusive like live streams, Q and A's, merch discounts, yeah. uh, pre-sales, all the good stuff. Um, yeah. And, uh, or you can, uh, join our email list and we send out email blasts with like free demos and nice. we give behind the scenes stuff um yeah i don't know social media is so unreliable it, it's a great it's a great thing as like a tool that you don't take too seriously and then you you know like yeah <laughs> yeah go follow us on all the socials we're, we're very loud yeah for sure and you do have a lot going yeah. on it seems like at all times even even during that thing that shall not be named when there were no shows happening you were still very active so i think it's yeah it's a good it's a good oh, way yeah. to keep in touch with what's going mm-hmm. on with the band Thank you.